This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. This BFM Budget 2023 special is brought to you by Ma Singh. 7.47 a.m. You're listening to The Morning Run with Shazana Shaoning and Jen San. Now, as part of our pre-budget series, this morning we check in with the international business community based here in Malaysia as to their wish list for Budget 2023. It is going to be retabled tomorrow with expectations of raising revenue by boosting tax collection and tightened spending. At the same time, initiatives should be announced that should incentivize existing foreign companies to expand their Operations, whilst also attracting new players. In the October 2023 budget, there was an extension of various tax incentives on eligible green projects and the implementation of a 15% global minimum tax in 2024. But since we have a second chance with this budget, what initiatives should be included this time around to attract and grow foreign direct investment in Malaysia? For some thoughts on this, we have on the line with us Daniel Bernbeck, Executive Director of the Malaysia German Chamber of Commerce and Industry. Daniel, good morning. Thanks very much for joining us. So let's uh, take a look back at uh, Budget 2023 version 1.0 that was tabled in October last year. Uh, are there any initiatives in that budget that you hope will be retained uh, when it's retabled on Friday that uh, you think are particularly important to spur FDI? Yeah, thank you for having me and good morning to everybody. And I think that we, as the industry, we want to see the uh, support for the recovery of the industry worldwide after the pandemic go on in the next budget for 2023. We expect so, some support in some areas that were hit hard by the effect of the pandemic. And we are expecting this to be repeated as well uh, this coming budget for 2023. But on the other hand, we of course know that now that uh, the world has come a bit out of this pandemic situation, we also expect a more forward-looking Uh, uh, budget allocation or incentives allocations for technologies that we want to develop in the future, which especially are all uh, the, uh, the technologies that circle around uh, sustainability, green technology, CO2, and, uh, and renewable energy in particular. And Daniel, the ease of doing business is critical for German companies, but have other countries offered more incentives in their respective budgets? I think the ease of doing business, at least when it comes to Malaysia, was not so much circling around incentives. Malaysia was always already a, dis, a destination which was very business-friendly, investor-friendly, with a lot of incentives being offered. And honestly, um, incentives are always, as I say, uh, the icing on the cake. But you first have to have the cake. And the, uh, the fundamental f uh, factors that uh, make Malaysia attractive are more like the availability of skilled workers, the infrastructure, the, also the geostrategic location of the country, the, uh, the, the access to international ports and, and, and supply chains. That, I think, makes the difference. And I think that Malaysia has a very good position here. And we already see that in the numbers of in quarter four of 2022, where we have an unexpected uh, rise of, uh, of investment and trade. And that already shows that Malaysia is in a good position to, to expand that. And this is why I would not focus so much on incentives uh, for, for, for investors, but more on technology uh, strategies. 
Okay, but I think one common headwind is, of course, the shortage of skilled labour. Now, what initiatives would you like to see in Budget 2023 to address this? I mean, the TVET sector here is already receiving $6 billion ringgit in funding. Is this helpful, though? Yeah, this is helpful, but there is a big issue uh, that we uh, which would wish the new government, and we already have heard that they are, attack, uh, they are addressing it, uh, that too much of this funding is going into administration of, of the TVET programs in the country because we have too many ministries circling around uh, TVET initiatives. We have more than seven ministries in the government having something to do and say about uh, a TVET. And that is uh, far too much uh, cost of administration and far too little effective on the ground for the, for the youth, uh, for the young talents of Malaysia and for the workers. We have heard that the Deputy Prime Minister already has announced that he would like to consolidate in one secretariat of TVET for the whole country. And we really wish that this uh, initiative comes through and becomes effective for the industry because we need to consolidate in all of that so that we have one certificate for, for the professions and not too many other initiatives. So I think money is not the problem. It is the, the way how it is spent at the moment. And Daniel, are there any other initiatives that uh, the MGCCI would like to see from Budget 2023 that you haven't already mentioned? Uh, I think a bit I already mentioned, like, but specifically I would say hydrogen and digitalization. So getting the companies ready to further develop into Industry 4.0 and digital applications. That, of course, again, requires education because you have to make the, uh, the people and the, the workers able to, to, to do deal with these machines and all the technology that comes with it. That would also make them fit for the new de developments in the future. And I think this is exactly what uh, we expect this, uh, what I mentioned earlier, like forward-looking technology and, and industry policies that have to come. I would mention especially the... The solar energy, because at the moment we have a cap of 30% of uh, feed-in to the grid. This, this has to be removed so that all those, the warehouses can uh, cover their roofs with solar panels. At the moment, they are limited to 30%, and warehouses, as we know, don't consume too much energy. Uh, we have huge space to improve here, and I think that would be our, definitely our hope to, uh, for the new budget. Daniel, we saw amendments to the Malaysia's Employment Act that introduced reduced working hours, extended maternity and paternity leave regulations. How have members of MGCC managed these changes? I think um, Germany is a highly regulated country, so our German companies are used to implement the, the, the applicable rules. What especially the medium-sized and small companies need is predictability and stability of these rules. So we all... Uh, agreed to these new rules, like paternity leave is quite common in Germany, and also the working hours, that is all fine. Um, once it is implemented, what we need and what we expect and hope for is that these, re these rules and regulations remain stable and predictable and unchanged for the uh, not-too-distant future. So we want to like to have, uh, like to expect, like the application is now implemented and we would like to stay, stay there for a while and not to have changes all over. Meanwhile, there is uh, the multi-tiered levy for foreign workers. I think it's being targeted to be implemented by this year, where companies with a high number of uh, foreign workers will be charged a higher levy rate. Is this move welcome and how much of an impact will it have? Um. The impact for the, our members would be fairly limited because overall our industry employs very little foreign labor. 
we are more in the high quality, high tech uh, industries, and there you need experts and technicians, highly skilled workers, and uh, so our average rate for our investors in Malaysia is less than five percent foreign labor, foreign workers. Like mostly, it's experts and management, uh, because these people you literally cannot find so much in this country, or you have it because you have technology connections and know-how connections to your headquarters in Germany. That's why you need uh, uh, to bring them in. And that's uh, so we are not really directly affected so much. uh, But we, of course, we would see that uh, the foreign labor issues here in Malaysia have to be uh, tackled uh, because we see on other industries where there is more foreign labor involvement. Uh, We see issues that come from the international uh, standards of like ESG and all of that. So, like, you have to have social and, and acceptable criteria for these people. So we, we, we are most, more watching from the side. We are not directly affected. And very quickly, Daniel, in the minute that we have, what's um, the overall sentiment among your members? Are they expecting a more challenging operating environment this year versus the last? I think um, Malaysia is really already coming out of the woods, as we see, and we see a lot of investors' uh, interest in, in Malaysia. We have seen our president of Germany visiting this country. I think this already brings the focus uh, more to this country. I think we are more optimistic and very positive at the moment. The challenges are there. Of course, we see some supply chains are affected still. But, but I think Malaysia is getting out of the woods in this, in this year, and we hope for a strong uh, result end of this year. Daniel, thank you very much for speaking with us. That was Daniel Bernbeck, Executive Director of the Malaysian-German Chamber of Commerce and Industry, talking to us about some of their budget expectations for Budget 2023 that's going to be tabled this Friday. Yeah, I think like what Daniel alluded to, to bring in FDIs, I think most MNCs and also foreign SMEs, they will want to see first and foremost a stable government, policies which, which are consistent and do not flip-flop, and then only the goodies and incentives such as taxes, reinvestment allowance, the availability of skilled labour, and of course, the infrastructure does matter as well. Yeah, and uh, so much of this conversation was really about education, right? Because, you know... Foreign companies want skilled labour. And they all these foreign companies, even the local companies, we're moving towards AI, we're moving towards renewable energy, hydrogen power. All these things require a certain level of skill set. How are we going to get that skill set ready? And that really boils down to our education system. Mm. So I think the, the thing that we should really be paying attention to in Budget 2023 will be the government's uh, agenda when it comes to the education system and how it's going to revamp TVET. It's all interlinked, right? Uh, I mean, how how it plays out in education will also uh, have a role in what trickles down to the business and economic sphere. So I think that's something everyone's going to be watching. Also, how forward-looking yes. the government is going to be in terms of um, how much we want to incorporate technology into the economic growth of the country. Yeah, so I mean, if you're a MNC and you're going to spend, let's say, $1 billion building a factory here in Malaysia, in your mind, when you are doing this planning, you're going to think, you know, this factory is going to be here for what, for 15, 20 years? I need to know that for the next 15, 20 years. I'm going to be able to do what I want. I'll have a, be able to get the talent that I need, the skills that I need, that there will be a consistent rule of law. Governments may come and go, but I can still operate my business. All right. All eyes are, are going to be on the tabling of the budget tomorrow for sure. We are coming up to 7.59 a.m. and heading into the 8 a.m. news bulletin, followed by the Breakfast Grill, where Wong Xiaoning will be speaking to two members of parliament, Sherlina Abdul-Rashid, MP for Bukit Bendera, and Li Qian Chung, MP for Petaling, Jaya in studio. Stay tuned. BFM 89.9.
This BFM Budget 2023 special was brought to you by Marsing. Reinvent spaces. Enhance life. You have been listening to a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. For more stories of the same kind, download the BFM app.